Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. HomeBot is a client for life portal that facilitates meaningful engagement between you and your clients. The award-winning portal delivers personalized, actionable intelligence to all of your clients and prospects throughout the entire home ownership lifecycle. And with an average 50% monthly engagement rate, HomeBot ensures you remain the trusted advisor that consumers rely on to make informed decisions about their homes. 40% of the Scotsman's top 200 mortgage lenders are using HomeBot. If you want to join them, we have a coupon code for you. Head over to the AIM member portal at brokersarebetter.com today to get connected. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Broker to Broker podcast. My name is Mark Summers. I'm the president of AIM membership, along with broker owner of Priority Mortgage Lending here in the great state of Michigan. Uh, but really excited about today. Uh, we have a uh, we we have a heavy hitter coming in today that's going to talk to us about you know his his organization, his his company. Uh, he's doing great things. Has always been really supportive of AIM. So I'm really excited to introduce today the president of C2 Financial, David Temko. Dave, thanks for joining us today. Mark, wonderful to be here. I've been looking forward to it. Good deal. I know we had to push this back one time. I can't remember. I think I had traveling plans, whatever. But, you know, like the one thing I always say about the mortgage industry is, you know, especially the broker side is that we adapt. And, you know, I just want to thank you for doing that. Appreciate you for doing that. We're going to have a little bit of fun today. So first off, today is all about you, right? In terms of, you know, talking about you and talking about your philosophy and everything. So tell me how you got started in the mortgage industry, because I love hearing this because a lot of people can relate their past experiences back into, you know, how they're being successful today in this, in this channel. So it's on you. Absolutely. Well, um, before we jump into it, I, I didn't want to push this out one more time. I actually caught COVID over the weekend. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You're a trooper then. I know. And I was like, you know, it means a lot for me to be here. We missed, we had to postpone the first one. I'm like, you know, I'm a warrior in this. I'm a power through and, and here we are. So, um, but I, uh, to answer your question, I grew up in the industry and it was language around the house, around the dinner table. So it was really natural for me uh, growing up with that. And over time, I, I mean, I got my real estate license at 19. Um, coming home from college, I interned with top producers, uh, top loan originators, learning tips and tricks and seeing how they ran their businesses and just kind of furthering further the understanding of how loans are originated and how, you know, top producers operated. So that was a really cool, um, you know, entry point for me and just really came naturally. So when you say you got into it, was, was, that, was that your mom, dad? And uncle, who was it? Yeah, actually, my my dad left the commercial real estate space in the early 90s and uh, really pioneered the high margin um, mortgage brokerage um, business model. And this is back when the 125s were out and which is a, a debt consolidation second. And he was taking loan applications on carbon copy paper, you know, writing on one and it translates to three, but was a real uh, Excel guru and decided to trade a loan application with on Excel with multiple sheets that transferred through that had formulas that connected and then hit the road and would do road shows kind of, you know, whether it would be at a Holiday Inn Express or a Marie Calendars in a conference room or wherever it was 
and sell, you know, sell people or tell people about this new product that he created and say, Hey, you can come over and join my company for 10% or you can have it and do what you want with it. And it was really a, the idea of just giving it all away. And it always comes back around. He's a really giving guy. And that's how he got into the business and really built it and um, kind of came across a competitor and they at one point decided to merge and um, grew that business through all the way up through 2007. And I was, I graduated college in 2007. So it was an interesting time to come out of school and go, okay, what's up with this job market? But <laughs> right. And then, um, but at that time I, I started a corporation, I filed a corporation called Cobalt Financial. Uh, but it wasn't until 2009 that we really got that going. And then that evolved into uh, a name change to C2 Financial a few years after that. And here we are. Okay. So that can't be, that's here we are. Okay. I'm going to tell you why respectfully, which is C2 is arguably one of the biggest, biggest broker shops out there. Right. So give me a little bit of background on C2. So, so Cobalt turned into C2. Right? Am I fair, fair, to, fair to say that? Yeah, there was, another, there was another Cobalt up in Washington. That's funny. I was out in Texas with HomePoint, and um, a lot of the guys were from Caliber, and they actually bought that Cobalt. So they knew some of uh, the background on that. But we, uh, our name was Cobalt. There was another Cobalt, and um, we were thinking, and it became an, an issue. And, you know, coming from commercial real estate brokerage, I knew Cobalt banker Richard Ellis probably spent a bunch of money to figure out they should just be the acronym CBRE. And so without spending a whole lot of money and time on it, we said, Hey, let's be C2. So but people always ask me, what does C2 mean? And we've come up with some ideas and some things like collaborative community and all that, but it's really just, it was Cobalt and now it's, it's C2. So that's kind of the nature of it, but (laughs) it's not super sexy, but (laughs) it works. It works. Trust me. You're doing good things. It works. Um, with that being said, tell me, tell me a little bit about C2 in itself. I mean, I know you guys are, like I, like I said, you're, you're one of the biggest broker shops out there. Um, so, so give me a little bit of background in terms of the, the company itself. How big are you guys? What's your business model in terms of is it third-party processing? You have your own processing. I know you're nationwide, but how many loan officers do you have? Like, just give me a little bit of, give me a little insight on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're plus or minus around, you know, a thousand LOs. Uh, we're in 22 States. We're based out of San Diego. This is my home office. I'm working from home considering I don't want to put my corporate team at risk. (laughs) Um, Fair enough. (laughs) But we have about 40 corporate staff or corporate team members, 20 of which are here in San Diego another 20 that are spread around several States, whether, whether they started here in San Diego and their families grew and they went other directions and they stayed with us. Um, I appreciate, you know, obviously the loyalty and they love working for, for us and for me and I love leading them, but that's our corporate family. And then we have a greater family, uh, which is the thousand loan officers. Um, we've always been predominantly West coast. We're always California, Oregon, Washington, Nevada, Arizona, Texas, Florida, and Hawaii. And now, you know, being who we are and, and where we are and what we do, um, being like the largest mortgage broker nation, it's only right that we really started expanding into more markets, into more states. I joke around that uh, one of my state requirements is it's got to have a national sports team. <laughs> yes, love that. I love that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like somebody did some like spent some money and did some real due diligence whether the demographics were there to support a sports team, and I'll piggyback on that a little bit. So. 
Um, but yeah, so we but we are expanding um, across across the nation, and that's really just because the demands of our loan officers, um, the way obviously this pandemic created a lot of mobility to be able to work from home remotely, and so folks are, you know, being from California, you know, their clients are from California, but they're moving and they want to be able to facilitate international clients. Um, so we want to make sure that they have the ability to do that. And we also want to bring on um, producers in, in those states that we're expanding into. I, I just truly believe that C2 loan officers can make a tremendous difference in every community that they enter or are in. I, I love that. And I love the fact that even in these times right now where, let's just be honest here, business is slowing down. I mean, it's still a great opportunity. Don't get me wrong. You guys are still expanding. And, and it's just, it's one thing that I continue to try to, you know, tell all of our membership is that it's, you can always expand and this is a perfect time to do it now. This is a perfect time to capitalize on people who are looking great people. I always say, we'll take on good people and we'll figure it out from there, not the other way around. So I love the fact that you're expanding with that. Now, with that being said, um, in your expansion, you know, one of the things that, you know, when we were talking to our producer Julian about this is you guys have transparency within your organization. Talk to me about that. Yeah, the transparency piece goes hand in hand with integrity and trust. And I, I think that being a broker, a true broker provides the most transparency and you're adding so much value. It's, it's no surprise that, you know, people don't work for free and people aren't afraid to pay for that value. They, you know, you, you deliver the best product because you have so many of those options at your fingertips. Even the nuance that the clients need, you can get that. They're, they're, you know, they're gonna see that value and they're willing to pay for it. And that's that's on the consumer side. Um, on on the internal side, I mean, it's we don't pack any punches. I mean, what you see is what you get at C two. Uh, I have conversations with top producing loan officers all the time, and they say, you know, I'm a broker, but for for what you provide and, and the ten percent, I it's well worth it. And I hear it all the time. So it's a consistent message that, that I feel good about. Which is, which is pretty amazing because, you know, I just had a conversation with this with, uh, with a larger broker shop and talking about being a broker and whatnot. And, and there is a lot more compliance and there's a lot more transparency. And to me, I say, yes, please bring more on, you know, because not only that, but it protects the consumer. Consumer knows exactly what's going on. So with that being said, with you being 100% true broker, which I absolutely love, by the way, I just, I just love that. Um, how, how are you dealing with all these compliance? I don't want to call them issues because they're not issues. They're only issues if you want to make them issues, but you're dealing with a lot of compliance now. So what's your take on that? I mean, that's, it's kind of a moving target, but we've been at it for so long. Uh, we have a policy um, on this because, um, we're asked by states and regulators and it starts with general review of details and it starts like we have an internal compliance team we have um a state licensing team a department and i have outside counsel so all of them are collectively on board with kind of tracking what's changing making sure that we're on you know we're up to speed with what what's happening and uh, we're ahead of the curve kind of we know where the fuck is going on that we're hyper compliant. It's it's extremely important and it's a top priority here. So um, that's kind of the deal. But it's 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 
it's a pain. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass to say the least, but it's it's part of the, it's a it's just it's the nature of the beast. And um, and we're ahead of it. We have some amazing people that are just super savvy in it that that work for us internally and some some external folks as well. Yeah. So I I literally just got done with an audit. Well, we'll say ninety nine point nine percent done with an audit and as big of a pain as you know i'm going to use your words Dave. as big as a pain in the ass it was it was it was fine by me it, it truly was it, it, I, I think audits are, are truly cumbersome if you have something to hide you know what i mean and and I, I know you don't i know a lot of a lot of us brokers out there don't most of us brokers don't you know what i mean but at the same time it was i i kept talking to my auditor telling them that you know all we're doing is protecting the consumer here that that's all we're doing. And when you protect the consumer, everything is going fine. So with that compliance though, I do have to ask a question. Um, I use a very limited amount of lenders, right? So my compliance for me, you know, for, for my small broker shop is extremely, I'm gonna call it extremely simple yet still cumbersome. How many lenders are you dealing with right now with a thousand plus or that, you know, give or take a few hundred loan officers? Uh, great question. It's definitely over a hundred. Uh, wow. <laughs> and I like to be cognizant of who we bring on if they have last thing I need is, you know, hundred lenders doing all the same thing. So it's generally there's nuances to each lender, um, to their products, their pricing, their services. Uh, and, and the beauty of that is a lot of times, you know, one particular lender that's, you know, filling a bucket, so to speak of a particular product, well, they're priced super aggressively. And all of a sudden that bucket is filled because our loan officers you are extremely savvy in terms of finding where someone is most competitive on what and filling that, driving their clients to it that can take advantage of it. But out of, all of a sudden, that lender might be priced out of that market. And fortunately, being the broker that we are and having all the options that we are, we have other arrows in the quiver for us to identify the next lender that's, okay, they've filled their strip, they sold it off or whatever, however they portfolio or, or sell the, those strips, then they're back in the market, they're competitive, and we can continue to deliver the most competitive product in the market. And it's really all about options. And the way we we do it is we just really believe in a free market because it creates hyper competitive competitiveness. And with that competitiveness, it just always will drive the best loan to the consumer. It's amazing. <laughs> when you put the consumer first, everything falls into line. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I always talk about that. So all right, so with all these loan officers, because I love this, because you can you can take it on a granular scale and talk about how you have so many loan officers. You can take it on a smaller scale, which I assume you have teams all over the country, you know, dealing with your loan officers. One of my biggest things, you know, when you know when when I'm helping, um, you know, uh, with the AIM staff, you know, or the AIM team doing what they do and helping with my own team, I'm a big culture person. How do you manage all of that? Because that's got to be a little bit difficult. I mean. What, does maybe your California team have a different culture than the Arizona team, but we're all within the same realm? Like I'm a big culture person. So how do you manage that? Or what is your culture? Great question. Um, vague question. It's a vague question, but it's a vague question, but a good question. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I run it like a family. I, I really don't see it any other way that comes really naturally to me. I grew up, I had, you know, two younger sisters, I have, you know, aunts and uncles with cousins. And as, as far as they get out, we're still in different things that they do, different colleges, different experiences. We come together at, you know, whether it be Thanksgiving or, or whatever get together it is. And 
and everybody gets together and it's and it's all family and everybody's doing their thing they're running their own business or or doing a similar business but there's enough business to be done where i'm so surprised i really don't hear about you know one borrower being fought over by two loan officers at c2 it's it's a rising tide lifts all boats here it's a very collaborative community and sure some folks are much more aggressive and work harder than others, uh, which I appreciate to the nth degree because we attract a lot of those folks. But there's also folks that, you know, um, have been doing it for, for a long, long time and they're just not as active or, or whatever it is. And so, but it, the holiday parties are great. It brings everybody together and you get a feel for as different as we all are, we all are cut from a similar cloth and um, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a fun place. It's connected. Everybody's super uh, focused on problem solving and helping each other. So we have systems in place for as far out as someone is, they, they can connect, whether it's, and that's technology, you know, whether it's Slack or, or whatever it is um, for people to, to help each other out and help get the best loans executed for whatever that consumers need, depending on, and, and there's just so many nuances out there um, from loan officers, but it, it is, it's about relationships and, I pride myself on on reaching out to loan officers, you know, every week or getting lunch with them every week and having luncheons, you know, once 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 a month or once a quarter, and, and really bringing together um, the brightest minds in in our arena and and just talking through what's going on and how people can share, you know, tips and tricks, success stories because everybody's going through similar things, no matter what scale their business is or what stage they are. And if there's an opportunity for someone to learn from that and go back to their desk with that nugget and improve their business and their life, then it's, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. I love, I love that. I, I love that team culture of, of what you're doing over there. I mean, I always gravitate towards people who, you know, trust me, I say gravitate, not just <laughs> take everyone away, but I gravitate towards team who do, you know, people who do team sports and stuff like that, you know, it's just, because it's, you know, everyone else before themselves. So I love the fact that you're absolutely doing that, you know, but with your expansion, you're probably recruiting, obviously. Um, you recruit from retail, correct? Yeah, I call myself a leader of the free world. <laughs> Explain to me that. How do you recruit from retail? I mean, I can sit here and tell you how how AIM promotes it. You know what I mean? And, and I, I speak to retail loan officers all the time. And... I think one of the biggest things, and I don't want to steal any of your thunder here, but first off, I dispel myths of, of kind of what the broker channel is. And then once people can actually realize how much bigger of a difference they can make in their community, and actually how much more money they can make, it's like a, it, it's a non, it, it's not even selling anymore. It's there. How can I get into this? Yeah, it, it's, I used to work in commercial banking. Um, so retail, and I call those days the golden handcuffs. And you're in a position where you have a base and you have commissions and bonuses and all the benefits, but you really don't, I mean, the commissions that you make and the bonuses that you make are, it's, it's never, I feel worth the effort that you put in. And at some point it comes a point of contention where you really have developed a book of business and a clientele. And if there's an opportunity to better serve them and that helps you bridge the difference between, you know, with breaking out of those golden handcuffs, getting slightly out of your comfort zone and getting into a place like C2 or the, or the, just the broker channel in general, where you can really deliver much better products and services 
it's really what it's all about. It, it's, it's inevitable in the continuum of a loan officer. They all start somewhere and we're kind of the last, one of the last doors that they knock, you know, when they go, Hey, I'm, I'm ready to go and I'm ready to be on the SEAL team. You know, I'm ready to get on, on this naval vessel and, and really kick it into high gear because the training wheels are off. That's awesome. I absolutely love that. Now, when you structure C2 here, uh, you know, because there's there's many different, uh, we'll call them big broker shops out there, and each one has their own business philosophy. Each one is successful in their right mind. But do you gear C2 towards specifically being more favorable to top producers? Or how, how do you work that to not only one, keep talent, but to attract new talent? Well, there's requirements to come on. Uh, we generally won't take anybody on that has less than three years experience. Or about oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, and if they do have less, then we do have some top producers that are growing teams. So coming to C2 and, and having, you know, the ambitious mindset to grow a team, we just because of our, um, our recognition in the industry, people call us say, hey, I want to join C2. I've heard so much about you, which is flattering. And it says, and then we say, hey, that's, that's amazing, but you're not quite qualified to really come on. But where you know where are you located? Oh, I'm in Orange County. Okay, well we have a gentleman that's growing his team, and we'd like to get you connected. So so here we are playing you know matchmaker, and I love that. I think uh, it's an opportunity to foster younger talent. It truly does take mentorship, and that just can't happen over a Zoom call. It, it's it's something that needs to happen from an office space where you're going to learn from a producer. You're going to hear his or her calls you know, from start to finish, from when maybe a referral comes in from a realtor and they pick up the first phone call, they make the first phone call with that client, understand their needs, collect their items needed and source and place and process that loan all the way to start to finish where they're getting their keys and walking into a new home and, or, 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 or refinance, you know? So that is an opportunity for top loan officers to grow here. It's an opportunity for younger loan officers or, or, people, or folks that want to get into the business to learn. Um, and, I, and I think for the younger generation of folks, they want to make an impact. They want to do work that, that adds value to the community that they feel reward from. And I often feel that financial services are overlooked. It's, it's kind of more dry and black and white. And I think that people forget it or you know younger folks forget that what they're doing what we're doing every day is really making a difference in people's lives every rooftop that we touch you know you're helping someone get into a home to start a new chapter in their life whether it's a couple to have a child or get a dog or, or whatever it is or you know refinancing a home for um, a kid to be able to go to karate school or have an extra date night and have a better relationship you know believe <laughs> that what we do does make a difference and I'm excited to see, you know, younger folks come, you know, into this into this industry and, and start and be young professionals. And I and I do believe the earlier you get into the broker model and get acclimated with it, the longer, you know, the longer runway you're gonna have for success. Cause there's it, it's an un, unlimited, you know, there's no ceiling to how successful you can be here and how much value you can provide. We're on a retail level. No good deed goes unpunished. Hey, you did great last year, but uh, we're going to need more from you. Or we're going to pay you less. So get back. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I really think, you know, I, and, and, and I, my eyes have opened up so much over the past few years 
uh, especially with COVID. You know, I mean, I think COVID, you know, sucked. I'm not going to lie. Uh, sorry. I know you just had it this weekend, but uh, I can attest to it. <laughs> but with that being said, like I, when, when I was looking for people for my company, I was always more or less like, give me the older people. I'll train them on technology because they know the rules. They know the laws. They know the old way of doing things. I know, you know, they're, they're, they're going to get it a little bit more detailed, but my mind's kind of flipping now due to COVID. It's terms of like teach people technology first, and then we can teach them the products, the programs, because it's ever changing. So I truly think that this industry, always a room for everyone, but I truly think that the, that this younger generation is going to make a big burst into this broker channel once they realize that they can be their own bosses, they can do certain things, they can be their own boss within a certain company too, a bigger company like yourself, you know what I mean, and create their own destiny. So I, I truly, you know, I agree with you as well. Like, I, I, I think it's going that way. Yeah, as long as they're not afraid to pick up the phone, you know, you can be, you know, you got to be tenacious and you got to know that it's, you got to, you got to make it happen. And, and especially now more than ever, uh, we're in a completely different market. And it's easy to be successful in, in a historically low interest rate environment, but it's about, but people are always gonna need finance. It's, we're in a very sustainable business and people are always making moves, always gonna be buying homes, selling homes and changing, and lives change, you know? And there's always opportunity and it's identifying that opportunity regardless of, uh, of market conditions. And, and, now, and now more than ever, I mean, now you need you know, the best talent and the best brokers, because it's, you know, walking into a bank or a big branch and asking for a loan or, or calling a, 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 you know, a retail lender, they're just limited and we're unlimited. Love it. Absolutely love it. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to flip it on you a little bit. I, I'm going to get a little bit more of your time. I know you're extremely busy. Hence we, we've scheduled each other back and forth on this a few different times and hell you have COVID. <laughs> but with that, with that being said, I want to flip it to the aim side of things. I, if you can, do me a favor. You know, you're you're a big broker shop, and you know you guys function on your own. Thousand loan officers, all these great things you guys are doing. Great partners. You know, from from your from your standpoint, why is aim so important to C two and all the loan officers and support staff that you have? Well, it's about connections and advocacy. Uh, I think you have done a great job along with some of the other wholesale lenders to eliminate the stigma of going to brokers is you only go to a broker because you couldn't get a loan at a retail bank. Uh, I think that that was a stigma and I think we've gravitated, you know, out of that. And I think it's amazing. And I think you have been an advocate for that. And I, and I fully support it. And I think it's, it is truly the best place for a consumer to go through a broker. Brokers are better and the true brokers. I, I think that, you know, there's some shops that are mini core. We're, we're a true broker. Like we believe in it. And I'm so confident that it does drive the best product, but aim is you've done an amazing job. You know, I know you were back in, in DC and advocating, uh, you know, on Capitol Hill and as hard as that might be, I mean, that's hurting cats up there. So better you than I, you know, but maybe one time we'll join you. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm going to wear one of those helmets though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, no, I'm not wearing helmets, but I'll say this. Yeah. I mean, we, I, in the very beginning, I was very involved in, in government affairs and, and trying to do the best I could, but now with Katie and Brendan, with what they do and their passion for it, took it to a whole new level and really 
not only opened up my eyes, who was a part of it, but I think it's really opened up every other broker's eyes out there of like what we can do on that side. You know what I mean? In, in terms of DC and Capitol Hill and making make true change and protecting the broker community. And it's a beautiful community of entrepreneurs, you know, like-minded individuals that are willing to take risks to add value, you know, they're regardless of market conditions, you know, they're, they're out, you know, we're right now it's, it's a true test. And now more than ever, we galvanize our crew, we galvanize, you know, that community and we hunger down and, and we continue to grind. And, uh, I appreciate you guys more than ever and the work that you do and how we can do it together. I, I really would love to be more involved any way possible with you. I'm excited about the Fuse event. Those events have been fantastic. Um, you know, the panels are tremendous. You know, it's just, it's just bringing together, you know, like-minded individuals and the sharpest within and, and sharing their, their tips and their tricks and their best practices so everybody can be successful and win. And ultimately the consumer gets, you know, the best, the best, deal that they need, the best loan that they need, the best experience that they, they can have uh, with, the, with the sharpest. And I, and I think that being a broker and being entrepreneurial, you, you have to be on top of your game and um, hold yourself to a higher standard. And that's, that's really what we promote here at C2 and Attract. Well, that was like an opening speech that I would usually do at AIM, right? But, you know, AIM Fuse. So good job on that one. <laughs> 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 With that being said, Fuse. Okay, so this is this is how I'm going to close out this session here. You know, yeah. Fuse is coming up around the corner. Uh, you know, hopefully we can get as many C2 people there as we can. Membership signed up, all that good stuff for them. And I know you, you're a big proponent of that. But let's just say, and this is how I love to close out these sessions, because I love hearing people's thought process, their mindset on where we are in our current industry. Let's say I put you on stage at Fuse. You have the microphone by yourself. And I ask you one question. What advice do you want to give to this broker community right now to make sure they're successful in the current market that we're in? What is it? You got it. Go. Work hard, be creative, and to continue to deliver an amazing experience. Love it. I mean, simple, right? Yeah, it's it's simple. It's it's, but it it's just it's getting creative. I mean, the the fruit that was falling from the tree, it, it's not it's it's just not there as much, and now it's there's opportunity in every market, and if you're if you're a professional in this industry and you want to continue to win, you're going to, you know, you ride, you enjoy the, the amazing times and you hunger down for the ones that are a little harder. And that's where you, you're going to continue to find success. And I look forward to that opportunity. I'm excited about the, uh, the Fuse event. I know that I can rally my, my troops because we like to work hard. We like to play hard. And that's what it's all about out there in Vegas. So, um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Awesome, David. Listen, I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, you know, obviously just coming out of COVID uh, in your home office, spending time with us, you know, because I, I know a lot of people want to hear what you had to say. I mean, very, very successful. And who doesn't want to listen to two successful people? So, you know, and obviously you're one of them. I appreciate, you know, you pushing our message out there for AIM. Uh, I, I'm sure, you know, with all the little things that we do, our relationships is going to continue to get stronger. And just want to thank you for joining us today and giving us all of your insights. Mark, thanks so much. It's my pleasure. And um, I look forward to seeing you out at Fuse as well. Perfect, perfect. So brokers, if you want to get caught up on all of our past podcast episodes, please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker. You can also listen to all of our broker to broker podcast episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere else you can get and download a podcast. Do me a favor, leave a review, subscribe to it, and let us know that 
the podcast is out there and it spreads the word that brokers are better. David, as being a true broker, I appreciate you once again. Thank you, Mark. All right, thank you. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues, join the referral list, change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you'll have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait. Sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.